happy, the ball itself has its own energy, or life force, if you will. Its natural environment is in the hole. So why don't you send him home? His bags are packed. He's got his airplane tickets. Bring him to the airport. Send him home. <laughs> send him home. I just send him home. It's time to go home there, ball. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Well, hello, episode 79 of Tell Me Where to Turn. This is a very special episode for multiple reasons. For one, it is the, uh, it'll mark, the date this release will mark the exact two-year anniversary of episode one. You're sure about this? Yes, our weekly podcast, 104 weeks later, will have done 79 episodes. (laughs) That's not that bad. That's not that bad. If you had given me 79 as the over-under when we were sitting here two years ago, like I would have loaded up on the under like it's never been loaded up on before. Yeah, I can't disagree at all with that. And there are three of us here. Oh, my gosh. Read this. Oh, hey, what? NASCAR. Oh, they're docking Chase Elliott. NASCAR oh, docks Chase Elliott. Oh, that's breaking news. <laughs> How does that even work? I have no idea. That's going to take some time. I have to do like a private browsing safe search on that to see to see how that works out. But we do have a special guest here with us. Point Break Dave not here because he is in Austin. We'll get to that later. But we do have uh, one half of Partial Recall. And what's that? That's a pod, that's a '90s nostalgia <laughs> podcast. I try to throw I try to throw him off before he even gets started. I'm more really three fifths of the podcast at and this point. I don't know. Um, Thank you for stealing my joke. <laughs> He's one half of Partial Recall, but three fifths of the talent. It's KJ Ellis. <laughs> well, I, I do truly appreciate you guys welcoming me to the official Great White North. Uh, I suppose relative to the locations that I typically record, it is much more sunny, much more sober, much more kind and welcoming environment than I'm used to. So I just appreciate you guys you know, letting okay. me sit down and chat with you. It's like a verbose way of saying affluent. You can go inside. He knows he is. Less athletic. Uh, you know, stocks are doing well. He said he only got a couple of odd glaring looks on his, uh, on his way in. Or I showed walking. my credentials to two neighbors just yeah. to let him know. I wasn't selling any bean pies. And I was asked into the house. He was. Uh, KJ got here and said that... Uh, his GPS led him to, to the house, two houses down, and told him he was there. I, I gave him the address, yeah. so he can read numbers. But so you weren't you weren't playing a, like a really good no, gag on him. No, no, <laughs> no, fortunately. And I parked right there in front of the house, hopped out, and Google Maps will give you the little preview of Street View. And so I'm like comparing the photo to the wall because all of the street numbers are on the curb. Yeah, they're not on the wall, and there's a car parked in front of that curb. It's on the a lot of mine's on the mailbox. Yours is on the mailbox. Oh, okay. That is correct. I couldn't see it from there. The only thing Good that point. saved me is the one at the end of your block has their house number. Oh yeah, etched on their house in 
a foot and a half yeah. seems <laughs> a size, touch yeah. size font. And so I was like, by well, my basic knowledge of the every other even and odd yeah. maps, yeah. it's like, I'm a couple off. Let me go back and check. Plus, yeah. if, if like Glenn's giving you directions to the house, like that's a pretty good copy point. Like my house is the one with the huge <laughs> numbers on it. <laughs> but the one at the end, they need bigger numbers because their eyes don't open up as big as oh, the rest of us. Okay. All right. Well, I, I think they had an infection at some point. Maybe they're the ones that had like the trilingual, we welcome you in any shape, form, or kind. That's sign. next door. Oh, did okay. you see that? I did see that. Yeah, those are, I was hoping it was you. Those are really prevalent. It, it's, it's, it says uh, something about we don't care about your background or who you are. We welcome you to the neighborhood. And it's in English, Spanish, and Arabic. You might need to get over there and take a pic and maybe get that out of there. I was going to say, I, uh, I have a, a very dear friend um, that speaks Arabic that would be up for any kind of bits if we wanted to put this sign to the test. I, Just, I saw the invitation. <laughs> He could certainly go up there and help us execute a bit. Because when I moved here, lo, those few, many, whatever, years ago, nobody said anything about Arabic. <laughs> uh, now, I don't want to get this confused since we're like in the middle of Passover or Lent. or I don't know how this works. Um, we're almost through Lent. Got two weeks to go here. And Easter Arabic. falls on April Fool's Day, which is unfortunate. <laughs> and... There's going to be a lot of jokes Shalom that day. temples are two different things, correct? Yes. Okay. 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 All right. That's yeah, my only fact. You want to take that further? <laughs> on? I was going to say, I think they couldn't be more different. <laughs> I just wanted to get this clear. Like I just wanted to leave it at yes. the general congregations of those two places and put them together, that's probably your most potent recipe for disaster, like, immediately. Because <laughs> when I lived in Dallas, it was by North One. I lived in Dallas. When I lived near North Park during college. It was right by the big or a big temple. And at the same time, there was a similar sign that was like, oh, we welcome all walks. And I always got those conflated. And I'm now realizing it's a reach across the aisle situation and not we welcome our own. Yeah, and I would I would argue that, and I can say this as a member of a congregation, those reach across the aisle things are pretty disingenuous. <laughs> Let me tell you, like they say that they're open for everybody, but but you have like a full blown homeless guy walking and try to sit down there Sunday morning. They're gonna be like, "Sir, you need to come with us." Yeah, that would be a good social experiment. Yeah, whether it was uh, whether it was homeless or maybe somebody comes in with like the long hair and the mm-hmm. chain wallet and the Slayer hoodie. Yeah, we well, you know there's pastors that do that social experiment, the homeless social experiment. Okay, so so I I went to college. Um, I went to, um, do you know, are you familiar with what an NFL factory is? <laughs> <laughs> are we referring to like how Penn State might be linebacker U? Yeah. So I basically went to NFL U. It's a, a division two school in Abilene. <laughs> okay. Um, Chicago Bears DB Danielle Manning went there. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, we're pretty much, yeah, we're pretty, yeah, we're pretty much yeah. uh, NFL U. But um, it's also the school I went to is is known for being highly church affiliated and to the point mm-hmm. where they have rules and restrictions about everything. I mean, and there's hardly in the town of Abilene, there's hardly any bars in general. That's true. I never really added that up. I knew of the university and the situation. The yeah. only person I knew that attended there, she like full blown runs like her 
uh, this place, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like second floor, the door, something very generic, right. but it's like a youth ministry right. gathering, and she is 100% leading the way, and I always attach yeah. that to that university. Well, a lot of people that go to this school, that's they're going there to end up in the ministry. So one of the requirements of going to this school is every single day, Monday through Friday, from 11 to 11.30, they had a mandatory where you had to, you know, badge in with your, you know, school ID, chapel service. And they would bring... It's only 30 minutes. What? Yeah, every single day. And you had, I don't know what it equated to, but you had 10 or 15 times you could skip during the semester. And if you didn't, like, you actually, it impacted your ability to graduate. So you had to go to this chapel service. Wow. So, long way to say, they had a... Uh, they they would occasionally bring in fairly notable speakers to this, and they had brought in this this pastor that traveled around and did the homeless gimmick. So he would go speak at these you know churches and revivals, but he would spend the day before, kind of in the vicinity of the church, completely disguised as a homeless person to see how the congregation would treat him. And a lot of times he would like go into the church, try to get food from the church, and then you know invariably. He'd be treated terrible, and then he would show pictures of himself, and then you know usually the people that he did were there. Oh my! So he's coming to our school, you know, again, um, just highly religious school. So he's doing his homeless gimmick like two hours before the chapel service, and everybody's giving him money, and everybody's trying to bring him food, and people are inviting him into their dorms, and like his whole speech has backfired. You passed. So he gets up, he gets up there, and he doesn't know what to say, and he's like. Yeah, I've never had this happen before, but I've been prowling, you know, prowling around the campus for the last two hours, and every single person that I've come in contact with tried to either give me food or money. I thought this was headed to your bit of when a homeless guy approaches you, you ask him for money before he's got the chance to ask you, which does work. Have you ever? Did you ever work downtown, KJ? Uh, I've lived. I lived in the West End for. Oh, okay. Well, so, I worked in the West End yeah, for a long time. Yeah. And that that uh, the kind of the Dart Station, which is like they've got the bus mm-hmm. and then the train right there. Yep, it's I would, the apartments right over it is where I lived. Oh, okay. The, so the, I had to walk by those yep. apartments to get to work every single day, and it it happened every day because there's just a lot of vagrants around yep. there. And I did. I started doing that, like so, because you know you know how it is. It's like you're trying to just you know put your headphones on and just walk yep. straight ahead. But you see the guy at the corner of your eye and he's coming, and then like as soon as they get up, like. Hey man, this is gonna sound really weird, but I left my wallet at home. You don't have five bucks, do you? <laughs> and it works every single time. It, it totally disarms them. I never thought of any like well-equipped plan except for like right after what happened. I'd be like, you know what I'm gonna do next time? And I forget. And every single time I'm like, oh wait, so this is your ID like right as you got out of jail? And yeah. you cannot get on the bus with I'm like, I've ridden the bus without being, you know, ticketed. You can you can you can earn the strike. Like hop on the bus. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry, nobody's gonna stop you. Right. But yeah, that that whole trinity of uh, Dart Station, Bus Station, and the Greyhound yeah, makes it a Greyhound. very heavy uh, breeding ground for. <laughs> there are always elaborate stories too. Yes. Like I've been just in a parking lot at a grocery store, and you know it could be male or female the approaches girls you. Seem to have the best stories, mm-hmm. honestly, because yeah. they they can kind of do that heartstring thing yeah. too. Oh, I had one, and it may have been legit, and it they wasn't. were like, "Hey, we, uh, you know, we, whatever happened, down our luck, we're down to our last, you know, twelve bucks, and we're trying yeah. to get somewhere in Arkansas, and that's that's my. There's like a kid over in this truck, and I'm just like, I'm about to give her like ten bucks, and I know they're just gonna take it and be like, "Oh, that was easy. Let's go. we yeah. have to eat Chick Fil A for free." <laughs> And I have I have heard the stories of I used to work at like seventy five in Walnut Hill, mm-hmm. 
And there used to be guys who would panhandle at the corners there. And I did, uh, fellow employees have told stories about how they either gave them money or saw somebody give them money. And then they would turn around and like walk up the hill and get in their F-150 and drive <laughs> off. <laughs> Time to clock out. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's one guy on Oaklawn and 35, probably a very well upstanding human being. The only problem is making that exit to head towards uptown day after day after day after day. You would see him 60% of the time in a wheelchair. 45% of the time, just makes sense. hop, skip, and jump. Oh, wait, there's 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 a dollar right before the light turned green. He will make it to that yeah. dollar. And I'm like, hey, you do you. Obviously, we're in much different situations. I don't judge that much, but he's a, he's know, a stay dedicated to the craft is all I'm par- saying. Partial paraplegic, I guess. As it, <laughs> He's yeah, time-sharing his wheelchair is what I really yeah. think it is. Well, I had made the same walk enough that I experienced the, the same person doing the same story that's very urgent, but like, weeks later. So those, you know, once I kind of got to that point is when I got more jaded just about the whole experience. But, but uh, I never saw, I never saw a, a guy be healed from a wheelchair before. So that's, <laughs> that's a new one even for me. Work some ways. Well, it's easier now because most people don't even carry cash. That's the easy out. Yeah. Is, Hey, you got anything? I was like, man, I don't have any cash on me. I feel like the requests have started to change though. Then it's like, Hey, can you get this? You know, can you pay for my gas? Or you know, I've, eh. I've seen that, which in those situations, like, yeah, you know, and you always say, oh, okay, I'll go get you something to eat. And yeah. then some will be like, nah, don't even worry about it. But the ones that are like, yeah. And I'd like this. <laughs> yeah. they go in with the as long as you're going to buy something, <laughs> yeah. let's go ahead and make it be as what As long I as want. we're doing this, should we like introduce like the show's Twitter and stuff? This could be a record for the longest we've gone. It's yeah. my fault. No, it's okay. It's, we're it's excited. No like fault. we're so excited. We're like giddy that you're here. We're laughing. We're yeah. having fun. We forgot everything we were supposed to do. We were so excited that you got here 30 minutes after he did. It was, it was amazing. The first time in 79 episodes that I've been the last one to show up. That's true. Because we're usually waiting on this guy or Point Break Dave. Well, that's, I'm just usually getting hyped up outside. I have to, <laughs> I have to get into the, the mode and mood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Camp Gladiator by yourself. I have, to get, no, I have to get fluffed outside your house and then head in and be like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Tell people how to find us. Uh, you can find the show at where to turn pod on Twitter. You can find me at Glenn three underscore 11. You can find me at Tommy two underscore zero. And I guess two weeks, I'll actually be back on Twitter. Have not. Yeah, people are just unnecessarily tagging you. Have not you, cracked, have not cracked, have not logged in. I get emails every day from Twitter. Gotten a lot of notifications from at KJ Ellis with the ones being the L's being ones. I, sh- I should say mine's yeah. a lot less uh, friendly. Um, but if you feel so compelled and you'd like to hear a podcast that's way less organized. Ironically, uh, two years minus a week and a half old. Um, that's at partial recall underscore. Yeah, at partial recall underscore, I believe. It's you almost as if I said all these I believe. things. You tacked an underscore at the end? And then added, I believe, <laughs> question mark. Uh, but yes, at that the end. It seems like too many characters. Kind of ellipses at I the have end. DM'd the guy with three followers that's at Partial Recall several times. Several, several times. Well, maybe and he's doing like a Lent situation too. Exactly. <laughs> so He just didn't connect like consecutive Lents. It's just like three or four years of it. Is there I, any reason he's not responding? You know, he may have, his time may have come and gone. Who knows? It may be vacant soon. Does he live like 45 minutes north of here? (laughs) Yes or no? If the website and all of the server space was owned by somebody uh, who may or may not be you, um, that would have been a very contentious divorce. (laughs) Yikes. I hope we don't end up in a situation Oh, dear. Uh, The split property situation would have been dicey. I'm going to take a shot at something here. Um, 
you guys Seinfeld at all? Watch it? 100%. Okay. So if I mentioned the summer of George, you would know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's not a... Okay, good. So that's where I'm, I'm in the... I'm in the, the twilight of summer of George. It's been going on since Sunday. <laughs> it's a, a three-day summer. Three-day summer of George. Day, my, uh, my wife took both our kids to, uh, to Houston. So, so she pulled out of the driveway about one o'clock on Sunday, and I was teeing off at two o'clock. And I've been going hard since. Like, haven't had time for, for much fooling around. But I found myself last night um, in downtown Fort Worth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just far from home. About... About a little uh, Sundance Square action. Well, actually, we were at a restaurant called the um, the Little Red Wasp. Uh, it is between Del Frisco's and the Capitol Grill. Okay, it is. I, li- I had to valet my car at the Capitol yeah. Grill. I've seen it, never been. Yeah. So uh, I w- that was a stop for dinner on my way to the Windstar. So if you'd like to, uh, <laughs> if you'd like to run through my day yesterday, it was work, Red Wasp Casino. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my dad was turning 64, so I uh, met him and my mother there for dinner last night, drinks, okay. and, and had a great time. Well, we were talking about um, somebody that they know very well, Point Break Dave, who's definitely not related to me. We just like to talk about him. Right. We, 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 we just very close. Just my parents know who he is, and they knew he was in Austin. and They've known him all his life. Yeah. My, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's just when you're that close to friends. It's crazy. Yeah. But, but my, my mother was... was legitimately worried about the um, the package bombing in Austin. Like, where we got stuck on it for about 20 or 30 minutes, and I was like, you realize that... <laughs> We're not the target. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to say that. I wasn't even going there. I wasn't going there. No, I was just saying that the, the odds that... Even but, even that he's in the city, like, you're talking about one package and every single person... Yeah. You're still talking one in millions of odds. Plus, there's like twice as many people there as normal right now. Right, and South by Southwest is going on, but no, she was she was legitimately concerned. I just found that I found that hilarious. And then I texted Dave last night, and he was like, "So should I like put a box on the porch and take a picture of it?" Oh, I was like, "Do not, no, like you would kill my mother oh, my <laughs> if you did that." That's kind of like. Don't uh, do that. When my wife, it wasn't my wife at the time, but on 9-11, she was trying to get a hold of me and she was worried because I wasn't answering my phone because I was at the grocery store and she was like, well, I was worried about you. And I was like, yeah, we're here in Irving. We're a few steps away from, from Tower 7. I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> like, that's not what I meant. There's, you know, we didn't know if other places were going to get attacked. And, yeah. and actually, that's true on that day. Well, afore, aforementioned NFLU got um, some white powder packages mailed to him right after 9 11. That oh is true. Gosh. True story. Big we got We got here. locked down a couple of times. That was a much more popular play back in the day. And it took a little bit to unfold the whole anthrax scare. Yeah. You had to, like, do I want to priority mail this and know when I'll get out of class or just, like, <laughs> as soon as it gets there? Do I want to know when it when it's exactly left? you don't know the processing time? Like, yeah. add a tracking number to this possibly. Yeah, I track it. Gets, it, <laughs> it gets expensive when you start adding all those add-ons, though. I track it much like proflowers.com. They're like it's on the truck. <laughs> Got picked up at the warehouse in Garland. Obviously. From the moment that you get together. the notification. All right, so uh, two years. It's been a long two years. And KJ has been with us from the beginning. I have. So I this have. is this leads I'm probably to my... 74 of 79 listens, yeah. I'll say that much. That's that's, that's pretty, pretty that's pretty awesome. Uh, my first question would be why? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, at what point did you realize you were wasting your time? Um, any episode that Dave is not on is oh. an episode that loses a mark. So okay, well, ironic. Um, <laughs> I, was in the midst of that. I was led into the lion's den here, not knowing that Dave wasn't going to be here. So, um, you know, Glenn, I appreciate you being here and all, but I'm yeah. kind of just here for Tommy at this point. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I'm just hosting. You know, I've, I've, I've even gone so far to formally extend invites directly to Tommy and Dave. Um, but no, you it was guys via do, Twitter. I didn't get it. No, no. I think <laughs> this was an official email. It's one of like the only four emails I've written. Right. Um, no, this was one of the first podcasts where completely contrary to the, the middling work that I do on partial recall with somebody I completely don't know and trying to learn their history and make that interesting. You guys were able to wrangle in multiple voices in somewhat of a f- organized, and I don't say somewhat, that somewhat is 10 times more organized than my work has been, uh, in an organized fashion, in a manner that's like immediately familiar and comical. So, well done. Okay. Wow. I wasn't expecting to like a <laughs> legitimate praise there. You should so. probably mark the time on that and play <laughs> it back. Just, yeah. That's our open. Next from time now I'm on. having a bad day, I'm just going to listen to that. And but like, hey. I just remember going back to say within the first five to 10 episodes that we put out there and thinking of what we thought of those. And, you know, it wasn't, we didn't think they were terrible, but we were kind of like, man, we got some work to do. And, you know, and then I would get some feedback from a few people and then like yeah. two or three, four episodes in KJ had sent us some stuff. And I'm like, why is he listening? Like, how, <laughs> how did we do this? Yeah. Like, how I, does he have so little going on? <laughs> yeah. And we were several months in before KJ and I yeah. first met at a poncho's. And we were sitting across from each other, and he had no idea who it was me. That may have been one of the more embarrassing moments of my life. So, so you sitting guys this were at the far. same table? No, we, it was a scheduled meetup. Oh, okay. But to my knowledge, the guys from Can You Hear Me, that's just the name of it. Yeah. Can You Hear Me? I was oh. like, I was like struggling. Don't look at me. Um, <laughs> yeah, he didn't edit, edit, delete, delete. No, no, no. The guys from Can You Hear Me were there. Um, R.I.P. Clay was also there. And then... First time I'd met Ginsburg as well as Jordan James. And so here I am thinking like, and you are? Yeah. <laughs> You're at the wrong table? No, but I was, I, I was at the listening. right table. He'd been listening. And so I'm sitting there telling them like, we really need to get the guys from Tumbling to Turn uh, yeah. uh, here. And and Jordan and, was like, that's him right there. <laughs> He's sitting literally right across from you. And then if you can find like just the meme of somebody just sitting just open face or open mouth, you know, just mouth agape. I felt KJ very was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, you're much taller in real life than I imagined. She's like, those traps. Yeah. I just can't believe it. Can yeah. I lodge one small complaint? One small complaint. So we, we I take, listen on Google feedback. Play. This is what I see every time I log hey, in. Hey, I listen to that. That's a good one. Which this is what people tell me. That's not you guys' logo. No. So I haven't seen whatever work's been done since because I know and enjoyed the commercial that this came from yeah. and everything else. This, yeah. is, this is what it's supposed to look like. So I've seen that. that I, but I that, guess that's on Twitter, though. Yeah, right? the Twitter and iTunes. Yeah, okay. the, Cody did that for us. The car half full of beer was the original yes. genesis of the whole name because, yeah, exactly. well, we don't, we don't have to go back and rehash old history, but we were basically driving in that car with Glenn behind the wheel. Yeah, and for some reason, and they there was let beer me sloshing drive, out of the windows. Knowing that while they were just, you know, they could have passed any examination or, you know, I test could have, Dave possible. couldn't have. I well, could. I was well, fine. that night, Dave was almost frozen to death because he'd showed up. <laughs> For a 25-degree outing with, like, a long-sleeve tee on. Oh, my. But I was 
I was carrying around a 12-pack of Coors Original inside me. <laughs> Hypothetically for entertainment purposes only? Yes. <laughs> yes, we're not admitting to anything here, but we were well, driving I, in that truck. <laughs> and I also didn't tell you where inside exactly. me I was carrying around either. Um, yeah, but as we were turning, <laughs> there was there was uh, Coors just flying out the window. And I can't to this day, I can't believe, one, that I drove out of there and obviously that they let me. But we headed to the Waffle House, and all was fine after yeah. that. Got a little little scrape up with an emo band, but we we got out of there without fighting. Yeah. Well, I didn't. <laughs> they take, had it coming. I didn't take kindly to skinny oh. jeans back in the day for some reason. <laughs> so I had to call somebody. Not out. after not after a dozen silver bullets, at least. No, not uh, not at all. So, so, but you should share the very first real piece of advice you were given about the podcast because it was shortly after episode one, and I believe it was from Gustav, and it was like. Hey, maybe you ought to just uh, ease up on all the racial jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember or you recall, but he did a um, you see what he did the whole certain routine. ethnicity can't drive very well routine. It <laughs> <laughs> was probably a little shocking for the time, especially in these politically correct times. I, I think his words were just be careful. You don't want to get painted as like a plantation Corby type <laughs> character. Well, it was a little, it was a little stiff. Be more of a rice patch. But you know, Corby. the first episode and perhaps the first two, we never had identities because we had decided, we had decided at first that we were going to do all the episodes and never say who we were. We were just going to be voices. Yeah. And then we got some feedback afterwards. They're like, you guys kind of need to say who you are to promote the show. And to your credit, you do that basically every single episode. Try to. And I personally have done that. One time, because <laughs> I forget immediately. I was like, oh, lights on. Just start rambling. And the fact that you guys do that helps a lot, although you have very distinct voices. So you could have gotten away with yeah. leading people on. I mean, I've gone back. When we did the best of episode, I went back and listened to everything. And probably that first one, because when we first started out, I listened to it like three or four times just mm-hmm. to get a feel for yeah. what we were doing. and. I don't know how much I was enjoying it. I may have just been kind of rolling my eyes, like, what are we getting ourselves into? But, um, yeah, I thought it it went fine as far as – you talk about winging it. Yeah. That So, ironically, coincidentally, we yeah. played golf today. That day was uh, a golf that was – outing that was scheduled. He comes over here. It's raining. We decided to cancel everything, but we had taken the day off. So we've got like a whole afternoon. My family has – Quarantine themselves to the to the to the whatever <laughs> the direction wing yeah. is over wing there. Butler was back there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Malcolm Butler. They were in there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, too soon. So we had we had some time, and because I had mentioned, I was like, "Well, we might just re- do this podcast thing." And we sat down, and we were like, well, "What do you want to talk about?" And we had missed out on a golf outing. There was some show that was on. I had brought my baseball prospectus over. He here. had a baseball encyclopedia. We were like, <laughs> we got that, and like one other thing, and we wanted to talk about Grego and the forty-yard dash where the guy's dong fell out. Yeah, well, this was about the time oh, when Takaris. when Grego yeah. was like really popping off on Twitter. I think he had gone after Eddie Gossage inexplicably, yeah. and yeah, so we had that as a we had that as a potential topic. Which, how did you feel going into Tommy? But when you first started, I guess was it daunting to know? Okay, we've got. A plethora of topics. Obviously, you probably knew you had chemistry of shooting the ship, 
I'm sorry. Hey, Shooting the S with each other. We're, we're faith based. I know. So we just say S. Once I go north of the wall, uh, how is the, the north of Texas? We actually We cussed more when Gustav was here than like every episode combined because he just brought it out of us. It was like the heathen walks in and then we're just. We had a gun pointed yeah. at us too the whole time. <laughs> but sorry. did you feel pressured to like. How much plotting did you say of, okay, hey, I want to hit this topic then, this topic then, and how much of that was a collaborative process versus what I assume is 85% of the lifting is uh, to my right and 15% of my lifting is in Austin? Man. (laughs) (laughs) If you want actual heavy lifting, that's what I do. The other two guys do all the other I was The first episode, what I thought was going to happen was that – because we had talked about it and, and I'd even written in a notebook, like a, two pages of ideas. Cause we, we didn't really, when we came up with the idea for the podcast, it wasn't going to be like, okay, we're going to, you know, review this show or this movie or we're going to have, it was going to be free form. So we had written down, you know, and a lot of them we ended up eventually covering, but what I was convinced was going to happen was that we were going to start recording and within five minutes we were going to be standing at each other, not saying it, staring yeah. at each other, not saying anything. And I, I think those first few, I felt so much pressure to like keep it moving that it, it wasn't as good once we kind of got more relaxed and realized like, yeah, we can have a pause. We can, we don't have to, you know, put a bow on one thing and then move to the next thing. You know, we can go yeah. back and forth. Like it was like, it was so stuck in my mind that it was like, we got to talk about this, this and this, and we can't, we can't have any breaks. And then also you realize later like, Oh yeah, it's a podcast. So if something sucks, we just can take it right. out. Just well, and right. Editing. Pause it and start over, and you know whatever. We don't. We actually don't do a lot of that. Right. There's been a couple episodes where we've just had like technical disasters, so we've had to do things. But for the most yeah. part, I've probably taken out four or five things that I've said that I was like, probably don't want the that on the permanent yeah. record. Yeah, but we, other than that, I mean, we've pretty much just rolled with yeah. it, good or bad. I can't wait till I have that epiphany of. Hey, you can you know patiently go through a podcast, yeah. and uh, you don't have to methodically hit everything, or you don't have to just ramble nonstop. So I think the other thing starting out, you talked about like pace and whatever. Also had to get over like the 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 attempt, or you didn't have to like everything you said didn't have to be like the funniest thing of all time, because that's kind of I think what my focus was when we first started out too was like. I say this, you're going to say this. We've just got it back and forth. It's just going to be a, just a barrel of laughs, you know? Right. It's like I read the Arrested Development Theory where every line was so well-crafted that it was just one joke after another. Right. Couldn't stop. Yeah. But that that's not a reality. But I think we were able to kind of take off and, and run with it because, you know, your situation with Partial Recall, <laughs> when you started out, you were literally... First one. There, I was going to say we got we have crutch words though. There's no uh, doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Recording with someone that you didn't really know. Yeah. So, but with the two of us, and then obviously when Dave is here, we've sat at this table or a table and just talked for thirty or forty five minutes before we're on a topic. So a lot of it, similar to can you hear me? Mm-hmm. It's kind of guys that know each other and just hey, roll the topic out and you just go. And that was definitely what we did when we started off. The the most wheels off thing about the early episodes was uh just starting out he was learning how to edit everything and do it effectively <laughs> and we were on the phone as opposed to that wizardry to this to day face. i still don't fool i've even messaged you once been like hey how do you accomplish this i think because i've always looked at that like you know the 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 axe that eventually killed 
um, my former partner, probably a p- big part of that was the distance because I moved south and he yeah. was 40 minutes north of here. Right. So, you know, we're talking an hour and 20 minute trek one way. Yeah. Um, in recording remotely was just one thing that we've knocked out a couple times via Skype plus other systems around. And it sounded like you guys had done it pretty flawlessly early on. Yeah, we lucked out with that, but it's really, there's no, there was no magic to it. It was just, everybody was plugged into their own computer yeah. and we were on a three-way call, but the call wasn't being run through the system. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part was just getting like, so they would put the tracks in the drop match box. up the was audio. Just getting them matched yeah. up. And what happened, I think the first time we did it is I had them, what I thought was lined up, but one of the two other ones had, stopped at some point and restarted. So you get 30 minutes through and then one of them, and I didn't listen to it. You know, I'm not going to listen to yeah. another hour. I'm just exactly. going to post it. And then Glenn texted me and he was like, yeah, Dave's answering questions before we asked. Them. <laughs> <laughs> like, this might like, be bad. Yeah, I might need to go back. So I think I, I actually went back, fixed and replaced it. But how far into the two years did it take before you stopped listening to the episodes? Like after they're published? I still listen to him. You still listen to him? Yeah. Okay. I and it may be because now that I edit, I'll hear it and I'm See, that's different. Know, once like you comb through. Yeah. Like I'll listen for the transitions or any yeah. like editing that I do, I'll listen to those layers and I'll be like, all right, I can't. He but, listens to it obviously because he edits yeah. the whole thing. Even though do you really listen to the whole thing or you just kind of skip? No, but what, what happens is, and this is this is where I always mess up, and I'm sure you guys do this too. So like so say right now something crazy happens. Right. And then we finish the show and then I'm editing and I'm like, okay, I remember about halfway through, you know, we dropped a mic or somebody, yeah. you know, somebody, you know, marking did something it crazy or whatever. And, and then I can't find it. And yeah. he's like, I know it was 30 minutes, but I'm li-, And then I end up listening to, you know, the whole episode. I remember one day I had to, to, um, text both of them. And I said, look, you're gonna have to listen to the whole thing. Cause I never could find the spot where this happened. And then it turns out it was the second episode we recorded. <laughs> yeah. It was a tough, it was a tough deal. Were y'all, do y'all double up often? When Very recording? rarely. Very Probably rarely. what? Maybe two or three times in 79 episodes to do what? To Sorry. do two at once. We never do. Oh yeah. Or to even record for something like, Hey, cut this down. No, we've, we've one time did one that was so long. We cut it into two. Yeah. But for the most part, and the thing is, is like, man, like, Especially, I don't know about, I don't want to speak for Glenn, but man, I'm on such a short leash mm-hmm. at oh, yeah. home. Like, it's like, hey, you've got an hour and 15 or 20 minutes, and that's it. No, so typically we, we do it, and we can't do weekends. Record Thursday nights, and yeah. it comes out on Friday, and it, it's Thursday night. Like, I'm headed out of here shortly before 8 30 mm-hmm. and get there and record, and I'm back here at 10 30. That's, that's my window. Speaking of which, of heading out, uh, how are the Escalantes? Not to completely go off topic, but is that tonight? And can I attend and cheer? Ooh. Spring break. They take off for spring break? There's no game I, tonight. I, I was getting a little bit of excitement that I would be able to live record from the stands, and that would just be the you episode. No, you should have seen it last week. <laughs> there was a confrontation. With you involved? Yeah, my, my wife was not pleased because she brought the kids. Oh, oh gosh. Well, <laughs> Derek Oakley over here. Yeah, she. I'm surprised she didn't. You were at church Sunday, right? Yeah. She didn't put it on the prayer request. I'm sheet. surprised she didn't say anything. Like not in front of everybody, Did she get but at least out? no. Um, but there was a, a a foul that a guy didn't appreciate, and then I didn't appreciate when he ex- physically expressed his uh, I don't know anger, if you will, displeasure. And I felt like he kind of like swung his arms right at my face. So then I proceeded to give him a nice Heisman directly in the face. 
And I think I said something I shouldn't have said in front of my kids, even though they didn't hear it because they're Ryan playing and stuff. Like truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That's a possibility. Tell you what, we're, and, our and, credibility as a faith-based podcast is dwindling well, fast Well, we all here. slip. But uh, the funniest part to me is that this was like a minute and 20 seconds into the game. <laughs> That I've already gotten teed up for pushing so, the guy. So you got to treat face. it like the podcast. You get so warmed up before it starts. Oh, yeah. Like you're you're like in the red before the, oh, the balls was, even. Tipped. I injected it in my veins right before I went out there. The C4 was peaking at that. Oh moment. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's funny that KJ brought up Escalante though, because as I was sharing with you earlier during our 18 holes of companionship. <laughs> This How many golf. holes of golf have you played since Sunday? I'm curious. 36. And uh, it'll be, it'll be, uh, what's the, what's 36 plus 18? 54. It'll be 50. It'll be 54. I was going to say, it's not 72. Uh, no, it's <laughs> not. What's my next guess? <laughs> uh, a mutual, fr- a mutual yeah. friend of ours became shockingly podcast aware this, mm. this day. And we, we've, we've done quite a, uh, a good job of building the wall, as you say. So there's a lot of people that we uh, closely associate with. <laughs> Mike listens. So, 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 so the, this guy became podcast aware because of the show Waco. He loved it. And then put it all together and realized that we had reviewed some episodes of Waco. And Was this who we discussed today? Yes, the guy that may or may not enjoy sandwiches. Okay. So the, the, but the funniest text from him was, because we're, we're good friends with this guy. It's the guy we see several times a week, or I see several times a week. And he goes, I love Waco episode one. He goes, how did you guys do 73 episodes without me finding out? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, not one time did anything slip. You guys did 73 of these things before, before I found out about this podcast. But w- when I realized he had started listening to a- Waco episode one, I went back. I thought, well, man, I want to hear how that started. Well, the whole first 15 minutes of that is the Jaime Escalante story. <laughs> nice. yeah, yes. It's like the last thing in my brain walking in here was that story because I just listened to it today. Like I listened to it driving back from the golf course today. Okay. I, I said, well, crap, I wonder what he listened to. And it was, well, it's the Jaime Escalante story. Team, team Escalante. We had a rough start, but we're uh, four straight wins. I think we're five and three now. Gotcha. So. Well, in this episode, you were talking about how you were a second round pick. You were the best player on the team. You I don't know if went I said that for a second double, part. That you were out of town, and they, the only reason they lost is because you weren't there. It was pretty bad. So, what's Jim Harden's stat line looking like? <laughs> <laughs> you see the picture of him? No, that I posted. I, I didn't realize you'd posted one. I just remember well, your description I'll, of your teammate who he, he, is strikingly I'll, I'll, like I'll Chef Boyardee plus James Harden. Let me see if as I'm this guy, talking. This guy here. will occasionally throw out things, and I'm like, yeah, but he he nailed this one. This was there, I saw the picture. There's no stretch at all. This uh, I'll, f- I'll find it. Yeah. He he's doing okay, but um, poor choice of words. But if I was to describe his offensive game, it would be a black hole because if you <laughs> throw the ball to him, it is not coming back. <laughs> And he's he got to get his shots in, man. No, Come he on. is a good dude and a good te- teammate and everything, but he likes to shoot. Oh, no. You he's think got that's the legit? full haircut, the full jersey, the shorts, everything. His teeth are kind of jacked up, oh, just like James Harden's. Goodness. He's just a shorter version. I, I might need you to send that uh, to more, at least uh, at me in that tweet, because... Uh, TV George, uh, who works with me as a diehard Rockets fan, I'll just say I saw him today in person. <laughs> yeah, that guy, yeah. he's like, he's really, he's doing, he's doing the bit. And when, uh, so every uh, every week that we have a game, 
Coach Escalante will message us and be like, hey, I just want to make sure everybody's going to be there. So the fake James Harden, the response is always the same. Beard in. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine how insufferable... And it's always out of bounds to ever bring up someone's children, but I can only imagine the bits that he's doing with his kids and their <laughs> sports leagues. Like he's full blown got someone doing the Ray Lewis dance in flag football in fourth grade and face painting everything. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no question. But that's that's going well. Other than than attacking some guy, things are going okay. <laughs> so did the wife like sit down with you after the game and be like uh, she said I needed to to change my attitude wow. out there. Did it, she tell you this after the game, or did she come? Right no, back after the, the game. Okay. No, no, after the game. She didn't stand and deliver in the middle of the game. <laughs> no, I like to think see, that I, I stood and delivered a nice victory, even though Coach Escalante hit the game winning shot. He did with like four seconds left. So speaking of hitting the game winning shot, <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, see, yeah. see what I did there? Yeah. So how'd that turn out? Today? Not good. Not good. So let's, this is your second round of golf this week. Plenty of practice. Let's go shot by shot. Yeah, so we're going to start on the number one tee box. No, I mean, I invited Glenn out to the club. I get to play for free. Which I have many questions about. Don't let me forget. We no, can, we'll, we can we'll, hold it for later. No, we can. We, can no, get we have it. time. Anytime you want to talk club, yeah. we can talk club. I, I actually um, actually played at a different club on Sunday, but the club I'm a part of lets me play at other clubs for free. Hmm. So I'm doing kind of a... A a corporation of sorts? Yes. Okay. A club corporation. (laughs) If you will. (laughs) If you will. It's it's biz talk. As it were. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, so I I had gotten an email a few weeks ago with some free passes, so I invited Glenn up to the club. Another friend of ours joined for the round. He did. And so I started playing a little over a year ago. It's been well documented on the show. We don't need to get caught up on that, but the... um, the life goal for Tommy 2.0 has been to break 90 um, in golf. And I actually did, but I did it on with an asterisk because it was on a course that's noted for its ease. So is that, that a nice way of describing Cheryl too? <laughs> Adventure landings? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, at Dave and Buster's, I, no. So I, I actually had shot an 89 a couple weeks ago, but I had not shot an 89 at the club corp. Yeah. And I, the I would, club corporation, excuse that's me. That's what you want to... Shoot for because yeah the, that no, other the, course the course is, we played today is yeah. is rated fairly difficult it's got some tough holes not easy tight fairways so we get down to what about number sixteen and then Glenn uh, and I are riding in the cart and we got three holes to go right he's posted a seventy four so far so he needs five five and five yeah so Glenn even 90. leans over and he goes hey just five 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 and you'll shoot eighty nine. That's all you got to worry so about. So great. So, uh, so number sixteen, I smash a drive. I put my second shot up close. I've got a putt for birdie, miss it. Have a putt coming back the other way for par, miss it. Oh. Tap in for a five, but I'm still on base. Hey, yeah, still yeah. good. So we go to number seventeen. It's par three. So again, all I need really is a five to stay on pace. It's a par three, but it's also the hold on the course that is just so in my kitchen. It's in your head. It's in my head. And I even told him walking up there, I said, I cannot hit the tee shot in this hole because there's there's trees on both sides. So you're kind of having to hit down what I would call a tree tunnel. If you if you were to <laughs> exaggerate, it'd be like hitting through that window. Keep it low. The box. No, you don't even have to do that. It's just it's just something about the trees on either side just, just get in my mind. Gotcha. A tree but tunnel. I've been hitting <laughs> yeah. episode title-ish. Maybe. Maybe. But I've been playing great. I mean, tell I mean, I've been playing good, right? I've been hitting good oh, shots. No, 
just really plain. You're good. amazing. Thank you. So I step up to the tee and I barely contact the ball because I've hit the ground so far in front of the ball that my club is almost stopped by the time it gets to the ball and it just squirts ahead maybe seventy yards. Yeah, and just kind of rolls just past the ladies' tees. Oh my! But I'm gosh. okay. It's a par three. It's just okay. Still save this, we're and we're okay. talking you up. We're not. No, we haven't started laughing at you yet. No. So I uh, I get the next shot up. Uh, it's a little bit off the green. I chip. Um, I've got a, sh- a putt for four, and I burn it way past the hole. And now I've got a pretty lengthy putt for five, and I sink it. Oh, so shit. now we're going to the last hole, and all I need is a five. A bogey. A bogey. On a very reachable final hole. Did you walk to the final hole? Like, I march, went and took off my shirt, away. put on a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you guys drive the cart. I'll be fine. Yeah. You just found the tightest shirt you yeah. could possibly wear on a golf course. Took off on. all but one button top. And, yep. know, buttoned it at the top, cut off the collar. You got it. Glutes were firing. <laughs> yeah. So, but I've been playing good today and especially good with the driver. In fact, there was a par four where I, I basically drove the green I hit two or three drives over 300 yards. I'm feeling really good. I step up, and I hit the ground about six feet in front of the ball, and it goes 70. My drive goes 79 yards. Oh, my And I am actually recorded this on my phone app. So now I find myself uh, 230 or 40 out on my second shot, and I crush it. And it's right there. I mean, I'm, I'm right there. Chip up on the green. Fourth putt goes a little further past the hole, but it's close. So it comes down to so Glenn, second putt. Yeah, Glenn and the other guy we're playing with go ahead and putt out. So yep. they're like they've cleared the course. Yep, they've, they're holding up the quiet sign for the gallery. And you are four feet. You think four that close? Okay. Well, were you going to give me credit? Say six feet. Six six and a half feet. Okay. Wow. Yeah, away from the hole. Yeah. And uh, how'd that turn out? To say that it was even close <laughs> would probably be a stretch. <laughs> not even close. Too hard, too, sh- too short, too left. Oh. Too left. Too left. As Way he, too left. As Which is odd it. because we're a very right-wing podcast. As he hit it and, you know, as it's just approached the hole by like two feet, I can already tell it's going to be way left. And I just ironically comment, well, at least you gave it a chance. <laughs> Like, this thing was was off. This thing was DOA. The as soon as the club instant, went back, it was dead. He tapped it. So he cards just a poor, a, pitiful 90. Put a 90 up on the board, and that, that elusive 89 is still in play. But other than that, how'd you like the club experience? Well, I played there once before. That's right. That's right. But it was... No, it's, it's great. Yeah, see, I got to get you to come earlier in the day, Mark... And <laughs> eat in the restaurant. And and we'll how go, do you know? Yeah, we'll have drinks See the whole experience. Yeah. Kind of, kind of show off a little bit more. That's what I need to do. Okay. Well, we got to find like a full day where we can fit that in. Yeah. Yeah. We were we were on a schedule today. So obviously Dave was not there. Dave's in Austin. Correct? Yeah. And Dave doesn't golf, and Dave's never been to the country club with me. That's weird. Why would he go? I don't know. I guess you get weird. a guest pass. Yeah. But he didn't really friends golf, pass. So whatever. He can swim though, but he's in Austin. He's in Austin. What else is in Austin right now? South by Southwest. It's going strong. It's midway through South by Southwest. I've only been to it one time. Um, and it is, a, as people tell you, pure cluster. But it's a good time. I mean, just don't set your hopes out to see anybody and you're good. Is Vertical Horizon headlining? <laughs> I think it's a blue October year. <laughs> they built a if lot they're of not the same, down there. If they're not the same people. Did you have a uh, Dave-related 
anecdote you wanted to Or is this the bomb share? story? Oh, no, I already talked about it. That just, that's I, what we're both like batting back and forth. <laughs> so we actually had that. Yeah. So, so that was my story, and I told it like 30 minutes ago. What story was it? About that my packages. Mo- that my oh. mother was legit worried that the package was going to blow up. down at uh, your official run car, run yeah. sheet, and said, Dave Austin. I'm like, let's say the word Dave or Austin back you and guys, forth. You guys, I was wondering what you guys were doing. But Do you, I thought maybe you guys Tommy's like, over here like, yeah. huh. There, it's, it's, Tell a story. It's a mini you, stroke. Uh, I think it's called a TPA is the correct term uh, <laughs> that you guys looked like you were having. And I was like, what's I happening? I think it's TIA. Here? TIA. Maybe yeah. you're right. TPA is a third-party administrator. Yeah, TPC Business. is Tournament Players Club. Business term. Um, you want to go to Twitter then? Do you know a guy named Dave Austin? I know Steve Austin, Stone yeah. Cold. Hey, let me look That's also up how here. it's written down right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ever go to the Wildflower Music Festival in Richardson? Oh, with like Third Eye Blind and Man, stuff? I, I was to say, that is up. a Blue October Haven right there. No, they I, always have that when it's like way too hot outside to be May. doing it. Yeah. Man, hold on. Let me... Last year, one of the headliners was X Ambassadors. Oh, that's a legitimate band. Yeah, I'm not... Like. I'm, the B-52s and, and Guster. Normal. Yeah, 1990s. Uh, hold on. Need to vamp here a little bit. Anyway, I, I, this is what we get. He brings two phones and can't find anything in either one of them. <laughs> oh, no. Two, 2018 lineup. Okay, this is what I was looking for because I should have prepped this. Good. Unofficial podcast sponsor God. of the Twitter right. Turns. This, this is, is going to be the, the part of that show where I edit out some yeah, stuff. Yeah, this yes. is going to be have to be something I come back to when I find it because the lineup is... It, we might ha- need to show trip. If it's not, if it's not hot, I mean, I just the 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 years I've considered going, it, it's been in like the nineties, and no, I'm out on that. Hard no. So speaking of being in the nineties, I found out this morning that I have to buy a new home air conditioner. Even mm, how ironic! Yeah, we filled the time before you got here talking about the pains of having to purchase a HVAC. Well, I had to do that last summer, and he thinks I, he's on the brink of it. Yeah, I would like to know if you don't mind yeah. sharing what dollar ballpark am I looking at here? Um, how would we put this? It's probably a, a solid family trip to Disneyland. Oh gosh, is that the price range? Is that similar to what? Well, I said? Disneyland or Disney World? I don't know the because that's like Garland and Frisco. <laughs> <laughs> I think Disney World is what you're probably. What you're uh, at. You know, so. What ha- Yeah. So what happened is last Saturday when it was really warm, I went to turn the air on and it was just blowing room temperature air. And I, I thought, well, okay, you know, it worked before. And it could be something very minor. Right. And it, usually, I've had that happen. it usually is. So I called 877 um, uh, Your Hero, where they've been gimmick three since <laughs> gimmick free since 83. <laughs> and it works. It really and works. And they, uh, well, I've actually had good experience yeah. with them because, and again, not that we have any sponsors in the podcast, but a number one air is a scam. Like that, that place is. Yeah, I'm not. All they try to do is sell you. Crap. Yeah. Well, I've I've had Reliant eight seven seven your hero out like between the different homes I've lived in like three different times, and it's always been, oh yeah, this is easy. Change a fuse, change a something, you know, change a part out, a few hundred bucks, and we're on our way. And they don't they don't ever mention new system or anything. Well, this guy comes out this morning. Um. Pops the cover off the unit and he goes, he comes right inside. He goes, he man, says, I, got, I got bad news for you. And I said, what? And he goes, well, 
I pressure tested your system and there's no pressure mm. and every single drop of coolant's gone and it's because the condenser's rusted, the coil's rusted and the, and the thing's old. I mean, it's 20 years old, the system. And he said, you know, you're going to have to get a whole new system so that the, um, the guy that's going to do the price estimate comes out tomorrow. So, so I've been basically just twisting all day thinking like, how bad is this going to be? And he goes, hey, you know, it's the off season. We've got some, you know, got some rebates, some deals. You know, maybe it won't be too bad. Because he could tell, like, that I was just floored by this yeah. news. What I did in that same position waiting on them to come out is at the time when we were talking about sponsors, there was a website and all these ads of, like, buyyouraconline.com or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. I can't remember. I think it was, like, oh, youraceunit.com. I think that's what it is. Because uh, the billboards... Every time I'd glance up there, I was like, you don't want to put all those words and capital C's and everything up there together. Um, but I checked on there and the price that they quoted me was like within a four or 500 ballpark range of what they quoted me okay. in person. Okay. And then when you do it online, it also includes the labor and everything. Right. Um, and I backtracked and I just looked up on Amazon, like what they charged me. I was like, oh, okay. You know, you guess like a few it's hundred fair. bucks or, you know, several hundred bucks for labor. And I was like, yeah, I could order this on Amazon and pay somebody this much. Fine. And it was about real. It was very realistic. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for Wildflower? Oh, yes. Wildflower news? Welcome All to right. 10 minutes ago. Um, first night, Eve 6. I was a mm. fan in the day. I still get sad hearing that one like graduation song they had. That's Green Day. No, not that one or the Vitamin That's C one, blind. but they had... Um, that's vitamin C. You're going to miss, not you're going to miss me when I'm gone. Gee, dude, <laughs> this is my, this is my crux. Yeah, you're know. doing Go great. On. You're nailing it. Spoon. I love spoon, but they're still relevant though. Spoon is still relevant. Cool in the gang. Oh, not, oh, not well, still relevant. And you look my way, huh? Why did you do that? That was coincidence. <laughs> and then Saturday. All right. Now buckle up. Oh, it's a two day event. The gin blossoms. Wheelhouse. Switchfoot. Now I'm in. Faith based. Lifehouse. Hey, oh, wow. Bangs. Jimmy Eat World. Big fan. Big fan. And the Goo Goo Dolls. Seen them too. Wow. I would go to see Jimmy Eat World. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I've never seen them before. I think I would do that too. Saturday, May 19th. I may be in. You can buy tickets the day of, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can just walk up. It's not like ACL where you have to buy tickets six months in advance. (laughs) No, they just cost more. They cost like five or ten bucks more if you just buy them at the door. And I think if you bring like a Dr. Pepper can, you probably get in for like four fifty or so. Yeah, we've gone. It's here's here's my promise to you. If it's under 90 degrees, I'll go with you. And my wife will go too because she loves um is his name Johnny Resnick, the lead yes. singer of the Goo Goo Dolls? Big fan of his. It's like a now that's what I call music festival is what they should name <laughs> that's that. That's right. <laughs> Heck, we had to talk to them about rebranding that. that <laughs> they started out as a metal band, too. The, the Goo, Goo Goo Dolls, Dolls did, oh, yeah. Now, we saw them open for Counting Crows at Starplex not Sorry. that terribly long ago. <laughs> not and there was not a, a Counting Crows fan, huh? No, people. not really. Did is, they play Long December? Is it his yeah. hair? That dude, oh, no. Just that not, dude, uh, Adam Duritz or whatever his yeah, name that's is. Yeah, his name. He he had pretty much punted by the time <laughs> we got there. He he played the show just wearing like gym shorts and a t-shirt that said the Who, and he was probably about fifty pounds overweight. Oh my god! He looked. I mean, he just looked like he had just was just had like so much effort in his life at that point. Like he was just out there cashing the check and moving on. But they, man, they still sounded great. I, I, no complaints. Believe me. I think he dated. Uh... Monica from Friends for a, for a period of time. Courtney Cox? Yeah, I mm. think so. 
So I think things are probably trending down for him at this point. <laughs> yeah. I feel so good. She topped out at yeah. uh, that Nitro guy, David Arquette's uh, uh, That Marriage. What movie did he do that was based on WCW Nitro? Um, oh, Ready to Rumble. Ready yeah. to Rumble. With uh, That's Scott something, Kahn. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. there was a lot of, lot of wrestlers in that. That's movie. a movie that needs to be revisited. We could do that. That could happen. All right. So I think the last thing is we I reached out on uh, Twitter to get some feedback on what some of the favorite moments, topics, et cetera, from the last two years. Okay. So we'll just go through those real quick. I think we just had maybe a few to share. So Gustav just listed off several things. It says docking talk, which is kind of a continuous topic. Yeah, we, we even mentioned it in this episode. Yeah, don't stop docking. Yeah. Uh, Dave's dead leg. We almost lost Dave. Yeah. Before yeah. you ever knew him, you almost lost yeah. him. We, we were visiting him in the hospital with his MRSA infection. The hot nurse. Um, she was snake handlers, which that was that was Gustav's he was in episode. That episode. <laughs> yeah, he's like my favorite well, yeah, part. Well, let me tell you what the best episode was. It's me actually. And any instances of kicking Tommy in the nuts. <laughs> so basically, all the yeah. five minutes of Friday yeah. Night Lights. I, yeah, I have nothing. I have nothing to add to that. Um, it's see, all true. Ginsburg. Um, and this points straight to the bits of Point Break, Dave. The Inno explode talk with the manufacturer <laughs> that may have been one of my favorite ones, and but t- I I almost think the congressman one was, I was better. Say, the DFS yeah. calls yeah. were says, pretty great. And talking daily fantasy sports with local politicians <laughs> that that may be one of that may be one of my high water moments. Um, and then let's see, Mike Hernandez. Uh, he says. Uh, his favorite moment was when Glenn downed an entire bottle of Woodford Reserve. It was Knob was, Creek, by the yeah, way. It was Knob Creek, but and was drunkenly spitting on his garage floor. <laughs> <laughs> or pretty much Glenn that entire episode. I, I still tell people like if you're only gonna listen to one, pick that one. That and was just fast forward to about forty five minutes in and you would just hear a man that had <laughs> completely fallen apart. It's, so, my, it's my floor. <laughs> it was. It is. It still is. I still That's own exactly it. In fact. Said. So when will the statute of limitations pass where we can play the audio from Baltimore? Because you were as bad or worse there, and that is so priceless. I've been saving it in my phone. When will enough time have passed that you'll allow that to I don't make know. the air? That might be like the JFK stuff that needed like so forty I feel like years. Two years into the show, but we, once you, it's you out, can there, take enough nut kicks. Once it's out there in that format, it's out there forever. As opposed to you just playing it for KJ. No, 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 no. I'm going to hear vote as a guest speaker here and say, at some point, at a time of your choosing, it needs to be released into the universe. For the simple reason of, even though it's just out there in this format, it will motivate you to record more episodes going beyond that to bury it. (laughs) So nobody will come back. Exactly. It's not any worse than anything you said in the Loose Change episode. It's just way more done in public. I have a story about that. Oh, please. Okay. Specifically. Oh, go about, ahead. I, he, I told he you want, what yeah, else. Yeah, he wants to it. get away from this topic as fast as yeah, possible. No, but I, I think I told uh, Glenn about this. So I travel for work just as you know anyone else does. However, in my job, occasionally, you know, your boss will come with you. You know, not only look things over, but if it's a big enough client, just kind of yeah. wingman. Make with sure you. you're not blowing it. Exactly. Exactly. And so it was somebody that they had known. And typically when we travel in my industry, you'll also do a tour of the community, 
which you know you'll essentially hop in with the realtor or they'll hop in your rental car just depending on the situation. For this this circumstance, we were in southeastern Georgia outside of Savannah. Flew into Atlanta and drove down because oh, yes. flights happened to be Home cheaper. Home of Paula Deen. Uh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. What if I would have sought her out? Why'd you, why'd you look at KJ when you said that? <laughs> because that? he was in Savannah. <laughs> you remember that time? <laughs> because he's the one talking. <laughs> I didn't even say that. You want to say it to my face? Yeah, um, say, gosh, Glenn is just... I go into my Eddie gonna, Murphy and raw voice there. I'm going to you up again for this, sir. Um, but no, we're driving down. My boss hates driving, so I'm driving. I always go with my phone. Yeah, I dock it. There you go. Um, <laughs> there you go. For GPS we and all of that. that. And go on about my business. Well, the loose change episode had released that week, and I was listening on the flight. And any of you who've gotten into a rental car, you'll know that if you pair both media and phone and everything Uh else, it auto-plays whatever's queued up. So we hopped in the car. I see that pop up on the screen, and I switch screens, no big deal. You know, get all the way down to where we're going, going about our day naturally the day progresses. We do the tour of the facility and then we go to do the community tour and the realtor's like, well, you guys are pretty tall. I mean, uh, I don't know if you want to squeeze in my car. I can hop in with y'all. I'm like, no problem. Hop in with us. Here's the keys to the rental. You know, no big deal. Uh-oh. I'm not driving. So I don't think twice about it, but my phone sinks anyway. <laughs> and it pops up. Tell me where to turn loose change. And it kicks the Bluetooth for the audio, but me and my boss have been chit-chatting, so it wasn't turned up. Oh, okay. So he did, they didn't hear anything, oh. but nothing but you was could playing. See. And the whole time on the screen, loose change <laughs> uh, review. And then on the way back, my boss goes, so were you just listening to them, watching the movie? Or like, he didn't register, tell me yeah. where to turn. He just registers loose change. And he's like, thinking that you're a conspiracy. He's man. like, yeah. so were you watching the film? Or yeah, he asked about it. I was like, no. It's a long story. <laughs> and then I backed off because I couldn't say I was listening to a podcast of guys reviewing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like guys I went ironically reviewing it. Yeah. I was just doing extra research yeah. on loose change. Yeah. She thinks the guys. Yeah. For they, have, they have some really good points. I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> maybe we could talk more about this. I was a truther for about a month and a half after that, according to my office. Oh, boy. So the last thing came from uh, Can You Hear Me? And it just says, Congrats on two years and a simple question of. What's the end game? <laughs> we got KJ here. That was the end game. It's been nice. This is our last episode. How about that? Yeah, I would say um, I've killed enough podcasts <laughs> from people who live north of me featuring and Caucasian males. <laughs> I'd rather not. I would just say <laughs> I would tell them the same thing I tell my wife. When I'm finished, you'll know. For some time I am lost in my mind I get lost in my mind Mama once told me You're already home When you feel love I am lost in my mind I get lost in my mind